So I started recording. Do you want to do this shit? D, can I get a can I get a flash hash? Mm, flash hash. <laughs> flash hash. Preoccupied. Flash. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Yay. He's mad at us about changing the, the historical data dates. I'm so mad. You know, I, for some reason, am really okay with him being mad at me because it's going to make my life so much easier. We'll so mad. So mad, guys. Mad. Uh, let's do our introductions for the week. Right now, in a spectacular little sweater, we have one Dr. Corey Petty. Say Hello. hi. Hello. I'm Dr. Corey Petty, <laughs> nice and I got a haircut. Ooh, why cover the hoodie? Does that make me more of a douche? Yes, absolutely. Now you look like a hacker douche. <laughs> hacker douche. That's my. That's the what I'm going for. Perfect. Hacker douche. Could be your, who needs a new like, screen or something? Sentiment. Need some sunglasses. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that would right. be I got a glove. Glasses. A glove? Well, it's more like, I don't know what you call it a glove. It's oh, hey, my, guys. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. wait oh, it's from my it's riding out. monitor. Okay. It's like a half glove. Oh, <laughs> you that, are hacker sheep, bro. Hack. Oh, oh Jesse, look at nice that. Hat. Where'd that go? I want a hat. Oh, when it's backwards like that, you look like it, Does that have too. your, is that your name, sir, on your hat? Yes, it is. And then I have everybody else's name, too. Check so this out. Cute. We also have these. Yeah. I'll be rocking those yeah. soon. For Drum those who are watching way. this, be it's jealous molding. about our swag. I mean, that. is there one with my name on it? Do I get a hat? Unfortunately, not yet. Hmm. Yes, wow. not yet. Wow. But we can fix hat. that. Sure. She's sure. got a guy. Jesse's got a guy. Got a hat guy. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think? One or two? Good. Send me one more. Uh, I like one better. But they're both good. I like the okay, one you on the like right. this one better? Correct. Okay, I like look both at the stitching difference. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that one doesn't like it the quality of the stitching it's is not into as great. Quality okay. control meaning? As as this one. Like this one is good. crisp. Let's go with it. Shit is crisp. This one's, this one's real crisp. Listen, I don't even have a hat yet, so I don't know. My opinion matters. The Santa hat icon. You didn't include her, so she didn't go fuck. Yeah, so we have like there's some of these extra. Oh no! But fuck your extra hats. This one there's Artist. only we three went with our names on our it. names on well, it. Listen, you've got one apparently. <laughs> he yeah. made so, them. Where's he got one? Now, <laughs> now that well, no, I'm saying D does. And speaking of introducing ourselves in names, D, say hi to our audience. Tell us about yourself. How's it going, audience? My name is D, also known as Black Zordon. Um longest winner of flash has so far on the year and i'm ready to win another uh in case you guys don't believe on black zord on it actually says it right there black zord on. Oh, okay. so you can see that it is a name that you gave that I go by. it's a moniker okay. anyways i'm excited to win another one again there are no winners but i like like the winning attitude uh jesse or so the name says on your hat is that i think it? that's my name mm -hmm. I, some days it might be different depending on if i'm in trouble but yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah so uh i'm uh host of this podcast i don't know i do things it's always it's always weird being on the spot to give a description of yourself it's true i mean i won't have you tell your favorite color some other stupid icebreaker but yeah 
thank you for at least giving us your name. Roll proud. No problem. All right. So at Flash Ash, we've got three subjects. Everybody gets two minutes. Uh, a lot of that two minutes of Jesse time will probably be absorbed by the others, but we'll see. It's been in some instances not needing that time lately. First subject of the day is uh, Bitcoin now has NFTs. Everybody's getting NFTs and now we got Bitcoin. Uh, Corey, this was actually your, you wanted to talk about this one. So we'll go with you first. Your two minutes starts now. Yes, yeah, a good one. Um, <clears throat> first thing I saw was the chatter in the, in the Slack. <coughs> around this one and it's basically the concept of um since taproot which was a while ago got implemented into bitcoin it allowed for uh what would eventually be something like smart contracts or a flavor of smart contracts on bitcoin because it expands the functionality and the scripting language of what uh the bitcoin blockchain can do and no one used it it didn't get any adoption nothing and the first i guess i would call major adoption is what's called Bitcoin ordinals, which is a way of like tagging UTXOs um, in Bitcoin with additional data up to four megabytes. And what people are doing is basically shoving what is uh, not quite up to the standard of Ethereum NFTs, but NFT-like objects or pictures, picture data onto these ordinals and then trading them around. And the good portion of the quote-unquote maxis of Bitcoin are pissed off that uh, people are using the blockchain and doing something new that they approved of. And often you know, in, in the sense of like Adam Back saying, miners should censor these things. Uh, and so like you just have this kind of weird double cross or like double talk on what they think this is supposed to be is useful for yet passing extended functionality. And I imagine what's going to happen is they're going to end up going through the same pains that Ethereum went through in how to deal with permissionless use of a blockchain when you expand its functionality. And they'll have to backtrack a good portion of the dumb shit they said in the process of criticizing Ethereum for doing it. Um, and since it seems as though like it's growing in popularity and people are at least using it, uh, I'm excited to see it. And I like the fact that Tapport's actually being used for the first time. All right, just in time. D, you are up next, sir. Your thoughts on the Bitcoin NFT? Your two minutes starts now. Your mic is not on. How about now? All right, it is, and I'm gonna, I'll restart your time. You only took 10 seconds, but I'm, I'm feeling nice. So two minutes starts now. Boom, all right. So I got seven of them. Uh, just wanted to see what they were about. <laughs> Um, no, okay. I, I don't get NFTs like that. I'm, I'm true to the chicken gang. That's about it. Gang gang. But, uh, when it comes to NFTs, uh, I really, really want it to end. Um, I wanted to die in a fire. Most all of it, except for my chickens, of course, gang gang. But, um, now when it comes to the Bitcoin community at large, I honestly think the sound people, they don't care. Uh, I think these maxis are being a little bit irrational about it. I think it's all summed up. Uh, with there's an old old miner that I follow. He's not old. He's not old person, but he's been mining for a long time. <laughs> and he said, "I don't care what you do as long as you pay your fees." So that pretty much sums up what's going to go on with Bitcoin. 
with this new ordinals and taproot. And I hope it opens up a whole new world uh, to Bitcoin. The people start using taproot and trying some new things on Bitcoin. Um, it, to me, it was a big nothing burger. Um, but it was just funny to see all the people on Twitter that were like, oh, my God, NFTs on Bitcoin. Uh, more ways to waste our money on JPEGs. Just a bunch of Twitter buzz. Um, like Corey said, he summed it up. The most interesting thing is people are using Taproot for something. The least interesting thing is it's another NFT thing. And, um, you know, Bitcoin is going to keep chugging along. Processing transactions very slowly. Well, I'll put very slowly in quotation. Very slowly. And um, being secure and being slow. So that's, that's all I really have to say about it. He only had like eight seconds left, so that's fine. That's some Jesse eight seconds real quick. I got a, I got a interesting consequence of this. Um, if I, if, Jess, if Jesse hands over some of his time, that I was about to say, it seems me. like this is going to be more than a ten second something or other. So why don't we see how how what Jesse has to say first? Jesse, your two minutes starts now. Um, it's cool. It's disrupting uh, the ethos of bitcoin like uh cory mentioned it's kind of taking all the boomers who bought into bitcoin because uh it was just bitcoin and forcing them to deal with uh nfts um yeah i don't know nothing nothing really much more to add it's cool okay, okay yeah i thought i, I had a feeling <laughs> this would happen so yeah Corey, you've got like a minute and 20 seconds so just go awesome down. so i was reading a, a post by on twitter by, by eric wall um who mentioned that like he went into the way in which full nodes operate on bitcoin and um in order to be a full node you don't actually have to download all of the data or the, the segregated witness part of the data which is a part of what segwit created which is where all the signatures live um, and the way that Taproot was implemented is a part of a, a SegWit soft fork. So uh, in the event that these NFT ordinals become popular and the quote unquote blockchain gets bloated with them, the actuality of how of like I say purists, if you will, that don't care about these things means they their wallets have to do less work. Like they're literally having to download less data and keep track of less things and spend more computational resources to be quote unquote, a full node. They can completely ignore all of this stuff. And so it's actually becoming more efficient for them in the event that ordinals become successful, which is completely against a lot of their complaints, which is it's gonna fill up the blockchain. You're not gonna be able to use it, et cetera. It's gonna be cheaper and more efficient for them to use things. And I thought that was a pretty interesting like consequence of a potential success of a use of Taproot. Uh, so you can prune it. Why don't you yeah, just say it's, it's prunable? Like that's not part of become a full node. Could have shortened yeah. that. Prunable indeed. Uh, Jesse, no, I like Jesse, to run out. It's me. Right. I'm done. You, uh, you shorten it enough for everyone involved, Jesse. So <laughs> <laughs> take that time. All right. Hey, Jesse, you're short can I ask Jesse everybody. a question? Yeah. What's up? Do you shorten Maybe. everything? I just want to know if you shorten everything. Oh like, no! You... See, this is no. That is. That whole That's a good question. Thing you're you not shorten everything. allowed to do right now. You can talk about that later. Sometimes. Whatever you're shortening, I don't want to know. Not, not all the time. Uh, shorten your response to later. Mm. I type a lot. I'll type a lot. 
And I have muted everyone's mics because that is not our next subject. We're going to move on to the next one. Yeah. It's uh, it's more NFT shit. English <laughs> Soccer League. <laughs> They've been considering a partnership with a crypto platform to expand NFT offerings. In my head, it's fantasy football, if you will. NFTs, your digital trading cards. Hopefully we have some thoughts. Corey, your two minutes starts now. Yes, this one's off of Coindesk. Um, let's see. I think it's interesting that the England Premier League is partnering so heavily with these things because everyone knows trading cards are a big deal. They're just, I guess, keeping up with the modern times. They went with a company called So Rare, which made a raise of $680 million in a Series B round. Uh, I don't know what So Rare does, but based on the name, I'm assuming they're an NFT-based platform. And that's a shitload of money. Uh, and it, I noticed that they made this decision after talking with other platforms such as, I guess, Consensus was probably considering either something on Ethereum or uh, private chain. And then also the um, Dapper Labs uh, was also a part of those things. So like they missed out on a lot of money in the process of making this thing. But at the same time, uh, they immediately got hit with like financial regulations and gambling regulations it's because what's going on is they're doing these things called that allow you to basically participate in fantasy leagues and then get profits based on the performance of these things. But it's a free to play game, assuming you have the NFTs to participate and then you can buy additional NFTs to like amp rewards or something like that. But uh, I think this is the natural progression of things like fantasy football is you have a scarce amount of these assets that represent players. You then draft them and make, teams out of them and then earn rewards based on like real life scenarios, which is, I mean, like if you can do it with DraftKings and all kinds of other stuff, I think this is just a more fun way to do it with an open marketplace. That's all, all right. Well, oh, that's good. A few seconds left, but right on time as usual. D, I think you'd actually talked about this at some point in the past, kind of the digital trading card game. But we'll see. You got two minutes to talk about this starting now. I did. Uh, this is close to it. This article opened up. It opened up like a healthy flower for me. When I first <laughs> read about it, I was like, non-fungible token, again, with these stupid ass <laughs> words. But here we are again, NFTs. Uh, I appreciated the article one for calling it soccer because football is only American football. And let's just get that straight for everybody listening. Sorry, Australian people but I just speak truth. Now, um, I had no idea so rare made so much money in their in their uh, raise. So that was surprising to me um, that NFTs are taking off like this. Um, I lean more towards the concluding arguments of the, of the article where it was like, yeah, whenever you're profiting off of, you know, value based on real world events, then it's kind of gambling. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, it is kind of gambling if how much money you make is determined upon how good these athletes play or how bad they play. Um, so it's it's neat. Um, it's a neat scheme that they're doing here to try and like turn trading trading card games also into fantasy football, um, and kind of gamify it. 
Uh, however, I think they're going to run into a pretty hard wall of you are making letting people gamble with fancy words attached. Uh, so we'll see how it all plays out. I think it is unique. I think they need to try to take the NFT verbiage out of it and just use something else. Call them icons. Call them player pieces. I don't know. Do something, marketers. Get creative. Stop using these engineering terms. Throw them around for the public to use dangerously. All right. Um, that's all I got. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to take this moment to remind Jesse and Corey that you are on camera. So when you're leaning over and doing other shit, it's very obvious. I'm reading the article. <laughs> I don't know what Jesse was doing. I'm reading I'm the article. Fully, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to okay, put the article yeah, right next to my camera more, so when I'm reading I was it, reading more about the ordinal stuff and okay. how uh, people can actually use it to uh, crowd uh, crowd confirmations for other transactions, essentially, because they can take up the whole block. Um, and that just seems interesting. You could use that like as an attack to, like, I don't know, uh, I know. push out what other transactions. Great point. Interesting. That would have been I good use that. for the first topic. Yeah, had yeah, you read it, used that for you could have used it if you read it last week when I sent it. But that's no, fine. I'm not reading your article. Your article. No, I know that, but you're reading sucked. about yeah. it. <laughs> no, I, I, I was reading about it. know more about this, this stuff, and I told you the one, and you could say this one's better, this but you don't. So you're stuck with the shit that I find. <laughs> And speaking of the shit that I find. Put on his throat, Christian. Speaking of the shit that I find. Third topic. We're there, everybody. Uh, Aptos Labs gave 50K to, where is it? What school was it that they gave to? To Cornell uh, to fund some more computer science and research, game theory and all this stuff. Seems like a lot of people are starting to do this for Web3. So thoughts on these companies donating money and maybe small, making the next workforce amount of money you wait your okay. turn yeah <laughs> you just tuck that in your mind dr Corey petty your two minutes starts now this one's coming from decrypt uh sketchy source in my opinion but uh really? doesn't matter yeah it doesn't really matter because this isn't really like crazy it's fifty thousand dollars who gives a shit like mm -hmm. this is enough for a single grant to a single professor to have a few grad students for a year uh, to do some work that no one's going to use more than likely. Yes. But well, and so the article goes on to kind of talk about how Aptos cares about the education of people in blockchain and it's a big part of their whole thing and there is a bunch of money, but they're always going to help push the idea of education and blockchain and so whatever, who gives a shit. This is a hiring funnel. Uh, it's all it is. It is a way to try and train people to learn the things that you care about such that when they're done, you hire them and they're somewhat useful. That's it. Uh, and I think it's good. Like overall, I think the donation and grants of money to fund graduate students to work on types of problems like this is generally good. Assuming that it comes from more place, like a bunch of different places and not just, um, VC chains that are for a money grab like Aptos. Like I'm not seeing them stick around for a long period of time uh, or be relevant in the ecosystem for a long period of time. But the fact that it's getting students in college who are spending all of their time focusing on trying to understand these problems and work on um, 
pushing them in as many ways as they can so that they come out uh, of graduate school with relevant experience is important to the ecosystem and personally me because it's finding these types of people to hire is incredibly difficult. Usually you have to spend a bunch of time training them in a bunch of other things before they become useful on the team. That's it. All right. Okay, D, your two minutes on the, the same topic starts now. Ready for it. All right. Um, like Corey said, uh, $50,000, I mean, shit. What is that going to get you? <laughs> like entry level minivan? Like, it's not a lot of, <laughs> that's not a lot of cheese. So, um, you know, it's a small little bit of money to get people excited about Aptos. I, I will say this Aptos is definitely following the, Silicon Valley chain playbook very well. Um, and this is a part of it, you know, my hats off to them. Um, and this article that kind of, like Corey said, like, Hey, we, we care, we care about you and we care about what you care about. And they're <laughs> reeling some eyeballs to the project and they're using a lot of hardcore words that you see thrown around in the back offices. It's not, not back offices, the back rooms yeah. of, crypto Byzantine tolerance and um, all of these things. So I did get, uh, it did pique my, can you guys hear what's happening? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. there's so much going on right now. I cannot, there are children in my house. There's not much I could do about Just throw it. a shoe. Taking it back to the old days, they were going to be like the birds <laughs> outside my window. <laughs> oh, Ooh, the mic has gone off. So, um, uh -huh. I did get killed. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. Right, Two minutes gone. The yelling, the yelling right. has begun. I'm going to pause his time. Angry D is so funny. Oh, man. All right. As I paused uh, your time, you still got like 30 seconds. <laughs> so you just take that 30. I get a little curious about Aptos. And the, the, the actual comment that sparked my curiosity was Aptos uses parallel execution, uh, which the company claims makes transactions fast while keeping them cheap. So I was like, parallel execution? What's that? So I Googled it. The most popular thing that showed up was uh, an article or actually kind of like a guide by Oracle, the company. It's like multi-threading. Introduction to parallel execution. Up and into multiple processes. And there's a reason bullets off to the audience. It says improved performance can be significant if improves processing for queries requiring large table scans, joins or partition index scans, creation of large indices, indexes, creation of large tables, bulk inserts, updates, merges, and deletes. Ooh, deletes. Not so good in crypto land, but we'll keep going. All right. Well, so your we'll... time is up. So it is? what's the No, point? I needed more. I gave you, you more. How much you, you want? Still just <laughs> took it. Yeah, let's let's put a pin in it. We'll see how much time. How much Jesse... how much time do you want, D? I'll give you some I'll give you thirty seconds. All right. So you still got thirty. I got go. thirty seconds of Jesse time? Jesse time's there. Go. Okay, and then it said parallel execution benefits systems of the following characteristics. Symmetric multiprocessor clusters or massively parallel systems, sufficient I.O. bandwidth, underutilized or under intermediately used CPUs, sufficient memory to support additional memory intensive process such as source hashing and I.O. buffers, which is telling me that, like, you got to have a lot of money to run a node for this Aptos thing because that's, that's what that looks like to me. Does that just ask me, the guy mode? who's your best friend who is a expert in... Parallel execution. Oh, <laughs> <my time. laughs> 
Twelve <laughs> months. Literally, security. what my PhD is in. Oh my god. Security. Whoa. That thirty seconds was up already. Anyway, all those bullet points you just had to have. I just want to throw them out there because I was ten. like, this stuff looks expensive to run. Yeah. <laughs> you can that. talk to your best friend and expert when Flash Hash is like, done. So I literally Jesse, watched you put together a supercomputer, which was expensive to run. So how is this not expensive to run? We'll Again, to something later. to talk about later. Jesse, you've got a whopping minute and 30 seconds. Let's see wow. if you will take all of it. Your time starts now. Um, a 50K grant is not that much money in this ecosystem. Usually people give several hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, maybe even millions. Uh, so yeah, I think I agree with what Corey's saying. It helps kind of garner interest from people who are grad students who may be picked up uh, by organizations who are looking for, you know, new researchers and, and developers in the space to help kind of push the push the envelope in terms of uh, how you can have higher, like a more performant uh, consensus uh, mechanisms with um, without sacrificing so much of the um, the decentralized aspect, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. it's just a, it's an attention kind of move. So mm -hmm. that's it. Those 30 seconds. If anybody wants to scoop them up, I have, I'll put a hundred dollars down hmm? in your choice of shit coin that, uh, Aptos paid for this. How we paid for this? we find out? I want to know. That's why I, that's an that? easy for me. It's I'll easy for me to make that. because you're not going to prove it either way. So like, but like, this is a puff piece about a small amount of money that Aptos contributed to try and get a good hiring funnel, which is what everyone should be doing, except for the puff piece starts. Be honest about it. Like, I don't know. It's 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 a bunch of marketing that, stuff around stuff that everyone should be doing. Paid for it, but they probably phone. sent out the the old like education yeah. reporter like press release. Ah, hey, the press release. Thing. Look what we did. We all did. the things. Exactly. Yeah, the article's written by a guy. Some junior writer is like, I need something to write about. It's like, here's some shit that the this that we got through the emails of press releases. Write about this. Getting now on the head, Corey. I just did a little research on old Jason Nelson from Decrypt. Mm-hmm. Well, don't hate on Jason Nelson. I'm not hating on him. He's making that living. This article could have been made with ChatGPT easily. Oh, Jason. Not looking good. We'll never know. We'll never know.